What's up, men, and welcome to another episode of Quality Manhood, a show meant for Christian men seeking to understand how to apply God's truth in everyday life. I'm here today uh, again with Kellen Allen and Brandon Meller, and we're here to talk today about the subject of, uh, of marriage. And uh, marriage is something that, as Christian men, we believe was instituted by God. We believe we see that. Uh, Genesis chapter 2, verse 24, therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast or cleave to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. That's the, the beginning. Adam and Eve joined together, husband and wife. The, the first couple, the first marriage took place, instituted, created by God. I've been married uh, now for uh, for 13 years, and my wife and I have, have five kids at home. I almost said three, but no, we've still got the twins. They're there. Um, but yeah, so uh, man, thinking back to when I met, even when I met my wife, right? And th- that's always a fun time in life. I, I was at a, a back to school event at Masters and uh, down with a, a big group of friends about to head back up to the dorm. Uh, a buddy of mine who I don't call up and, and thank enough as I should, uh, called me over and introduced me to some ladies standing around. Amanda was in that circle and I was just transfixed on her for the rest of the day. Um, I think I asked her out the next day, our first date, I mentioned marriage. So, um, you know, I, I saw her. So you're like, a fan yeah. of marriage. Yes. Yes. And a fan of my wife that's that's on top that's of that. Kellen, how about, how about you? How'd you and uh, Chelsea meet? Uh, Chelsea and I have been married for seven years. We've been together if you incorporate dating for 12 and we met in college as well and we were both athletes at long island university i played basketball hold she, on you dated your wife for five years before you uh, married her yeah yeah that, that's another story so I, you I didn't talk about marriage on the on the first date no we we didn't we talked about sports um okay. and yeah we, we went from there but we we met in college and uh it, it was interesting not to get too far, but Facebook played a part in ours. So Facebook was really big. It just came out. And uh, once I met her, I didn't really strike up a conversation. I, I poked her, if you remember that on Facebook. I poked. And the so it's Facebook like, poke. The Facebook post. We don't recommend this, by the way, men. If yeah. you're out there and you're single and you're going, yeah. how should I meet a woman? Please don't do that now. Don't poke her it's on Facebook. The, po- the poke is gone. Rest in peace. It's just weird. But that's what I did. And it, it, it went from there. And we started dating and uh, led to where we are today, married with, with uh, two, one on the way. I met my future wife, Christy, se- oh, more than 17 years ago. It's crazy. That's, that's I, you know, I started time. to feel old about it, you know. Uh, we've been married for almost 11, so we knew each other for a while. We dated for a while, and um, yeah, and, and yeah, we, we didn't talk about marriage on the first first date either, but, you know, I remember being just transfixed and interested in her right away and grateful all the time, and in college, met her at college also. So that's a common... So let's talk about pursuing our wives. Uh, how do we do that intentionally? Because, man, we are, are all, as men, prone to self-centeredness. We're prone to uh, just want what is good for us. And marriage calls us to the exact opposite, right? I mean, Ephesians chapter 5, uh, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. There's no wiggle room there to be able to say, yeah, but can't I, uh, can't I have this for, for me in this? No, our, our love for our wives needs to be sacrificial. So let's talk about um, how you pursue your wives intentionally. Kellen, what are some date nights that you and, uh, and Chelsea like to do? Uh, so for date nights, we like to go down to the beach, uh, being fortunate enough to live in Southern California and, and Orange County specific. We got the beach about 10 minutes from us. So, you know, there's oftentimes we'll, we'll have a sitter for an hour or two and just go down and walk on the beach and be able to just glean in God's beautiful creation. Uh, and it's a great time for us just to have wonderful conversations, just go back to just us and talk about how what, what's God done in our lives and how God's shown up with, you know, just conversations that we're having with others. And it just brings us together close, closer 
um, when we have those dates, date nights, it's easy to to want to incorporate the kids, but sometimes you just got to separate, not have the kids there, get back to the foundation of your marriage, just husband and wife, best friends, as we talked about, and that just continues to allow your marriage to grow, even with your ha- when you have kids. And and don't talk about your kids on your dates with your wife. Yeah, I mean, and, that's and one it's tempting. Thing. It's yeah, tempting. it is, because they're so such a huge part of your life. But they leave are. them behind and leave talking about them behind. And go out and just focus on the two of you. Brandon, what are some things you and Christy like to do? Yeah, we, you know, we like to go to dinner, and, and we'll sometimes do lunch dates if, if schedules allow for it. Um, but the reality is, you can't always find it. If you got kids, you can't always find a babysitter, or, or schedules are crazy, whatever it is. So, you know, we have, I mean, now for pushing 11 years, we have made a priority of doing in-home date nights, right? The kids go to bed a little early. Uh, we'll get some takeout and just enjoy each other's company. Hang out on the couch or at the Barry Manilow. Yeah, put some Barry Manilow on. <laughs> you know, hey Google, set the mood. Kind of, you know, kind of such you know situation there. Um, yeah, you should be getting out of the house. You need to leave your house consistently and go on dates with your wives. But again, life gets crazy. Sometimes that you know that, that isn't a doable thing each week. And so we make a concerted effort. The kids are now they they've known their entire lives. They've known. It's mom and dad's at-home date night. Guess what? Bedtime is 45 minutes earlier tonight. And we say why. We're going to hang out with each other, not with you guys. We love both of you a lot. Go to bed. It's time for us to hang out. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and that's important, too, to, to say, okay, your date night doesn't have to be the fairy tale date every single time. I, I mean, so many of my date nights, this may be getting a little too transparent here, but we end up at Target, right? It's like we're out. We've gone to dinner. We've still got a, an hour or two of babysitting left. We're like, where should we go? Let's go to Target. Why? Because we like to walk around and look at stuff that normally our kids are like, can we go home now? Do we have to be here? So Do, take do you advantage. go to the toy aisle? Uh, yes. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, and do you have a red card? I don't. don't. They guys, ask me every time. Get the red card, guys. No, I, I worked at Target, so yeah. Uh, the, I, the red card, debit card, five percent off every purchase. Yeah, yeah. it's not a, what it's all cracked up to be. All right. Anyways, I don't actually go to the toil. Just to clarify, <laughs> you go um, to the diaper aisle. Yeah. Yes. Unfortunately, we do too much. So think about just, uh, Kellen, you mentioned your conversations that you and Chelsea have. That's another area that, w- that we as men have to be intentional at, uh, not just planning date nights, making time for our wives, getting out, getting out of the routine, getting out of, of just being mom and dad and, and being able to spend time as husband and wife. But just in our conversations, how do you engage th- your wives intentionally to, to make your conversations more than just kind of throw away, hey, how was your day today? How was the weather today? What did, what did the kids do today? How do you go after her with, uh, with your conversations? Understanding that our role as husbands is, is to, to point them to Christ, to help lift them up, point them to Christ, and our conversations should mirror that. So how are we talking about our roles as, as husbands, and, and then how is she talking about her role as, wife, as, as my wife, and how I can encourage her, and how I can be there to support her, and uh, what is that looking like? She she leads in ministries at church, and so me being able to ask her, like, how was her follow-up with, you know, ladies that are in her group, and how is she praying for them, and how, what is she learning in Scripture, and in turn, she can ask me those same things, and so uh, she, we, we have an accountability with one another to make sure that we're both making each other closer in Christ, which is, which is awesome, and I think it's so easy just to ask, how was the day? How were the kids? Uh, what did you all do today? Those are those are basic questions that, yeah, I'm not saying you don't ask those questions, but we should be getting places with our wives. We should be encouraging them, lifting them up, and pointing them to Christ at all times. And those questions, while it's helpful just to know context for how the day was, we got to get somewhere else with them, get some more depth to them. Yeah, absolutely. Brandon, how about you? Yeah, you know, I think 
really a, a big thing is too is when you when you come home, you know, be ready, you know, be ready to talk. You know, you may have had a bad day, it might, you know, and chances are, but there's more bad days than good days. You got a stressful thing, you know, happening at work or, or something happened here or there, whatever it is. You got to come home with a willingness and an eagerness to hear from your wife. I mean, pursue her in conversation. You know, uh, obviously we, we can think easily back on when you're dating and it's you know, fun and exciting and you know all those kind of things. And you're married for a while and you know uh, it's not as exciting anymore. No, m- make it a pursuing you know objective of yours to to find out what's going on in your wife's life, find out what she did during the day, and and, and what is actually going on, not just that surface level stuff. And and that's the stuff that's going to bring you guys closer together. You need to be aware of what's going on, and eventually she'll ask you what's going on with you and, and how your day was too but make it a priority to just pursue her go after her first and, and, and find out what's happening soon as you walk through the door that sets the tone right um, so are you going up and I've been trying to be intentional about running up and you know bear hugging my wife and the kids see that they get excited wife gets excited uh, make sure I don't squeeze too hard uh, but that, that sets the tone for the rest of the evening. And so I think the approach is as soon as we walk through the door, being prayerful about having that energy, because our job starts right then and there with our wives um, and how we step foot in our home uh, coming from work. We may be tired, but we got to be able to get past that and step up for our wives. Yeah, there, there's there's two key things that you just said. One is, you know, you get in there and, you know, you know, Take a second before you go inside and, and gather yourself, you know, and, and and let the the issues of the day kind of be put in the background before you walk into the house. Don't walk into the house with your head down and, you know, oh, I've had a terrible day and now I'm going to come home as grumpy, you know, husband or husband and dad. So so be ready. Be ready to go inside. The day is not over. You know, you've had your work day and now the second work day begins, you know, husband at home. Uh, and, then, and then the second thing is if you do have kids and we're talking to, you know, to the dads right now, hug, hug and kiss your wife first. She gets the first greeting, right? The kids are going to run up. Ideally, they're excited to see you come home. Don't, you know, maybe stiff arm them if you have to, but get to the wife first. I mean, she is the most important person in the house, right? You love her the most. And the kids should know that when I come home, mom's getting the kiss first. She's getting the hug first and make them aware. And they see that. They're going to be raised up in a house that sees dad coming home and putting mom as a priority. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, in fact, I'll, I'll, a lot of times I'll talk to my kids and say, hey, do you know, is there anyone on earth I love more than you? And they all know to say, yeah, yeah. you love mom, mom more than me. Yeah. And that's good for them because that gives them confidence. That gives them that security to know that mom and dad are, uh, are committed to each other. They love each other. And that's going to help them out a lot in, uh, in their own lives. Um, yeah, when we come home, our wives need us. They need us to be there. They need us not to be checked out. They need us to be all in. And, uh, men, if you have kids, uh, yeah, go and greet your wife first and, and, um, you know, give her a hug, kiss, whatever, but then also understand that you can love her by pursuing your kids. Then after that, it, she's been on all day long with those kids. She's been, uh, you know, doing everything from cooking their meals to changing diapers. If you still got young kids at home to driving carpool and everything else. So give her, uh, just a, a minute off her feet, whatever, and, and go after your kids and spend that time pursuing them. And in doing that, you're going to be loving your wife. Um, yeah, when your kids go to bed, go hard after her, right? I mean, pursue her, have these intentional conversations with her. Don't just sit down and check out and grab your phone, grab your laptop, turn on the TV, whatever. Uh, spend that time with her getting, uh, getting after what's going on in her life. There's an article, a gospel coalition article that, that talked about some ways that we can practically, uh, have good conversations with our wives. And, and while I don't think everything in, in this article is, is, uh, amazing, I think the three categories, uh, are pretty interesting to, to consider. The first one is this, what did God do in you today? Um, 
how did God work on your life today and uh, your your attitude, your heart, your mindset? What did God do with you today? The second one is uh, what did God do in others that you saw today? Um, if you're, you've got kids at home, how did you see God work in the lives of your kids today? Uh, if she had women's Bible study or she was uh, out with, with other ladies today, how did you see God work in, in other people today? And then the third category is what did God do in your circumstances? Um, how did your circumstances, maybe you were up against a trial today and you saw how God worked in that. So um, what did God do through your circumstances? I think those are, are three good buckets uh, to kind of drop some of these these intentional questions into. Yeah, those are good for you and your wife. Those are good conversation starters, right, to help get to what we're talking about, you know, is is getting past that surface level stuff. You know, how was your day? What did you do? What did you eat for lunch? You know, those will help you as you both, you know, work to build each other up in Christ. You know, you're, you're building each other up. This is a, a daily thing you need to be doing and, and having those conversations, using those as starters. Take those, have them written down and, and, and you know, approach those, you know, daily with your wife and, and see what those conversations lead to. Yeah. Uh, another thing, and, and uh, this is a huge one in Ephesians chapter 5, and it's one that always uh, convicts me and always encourages me to, to, to excel still more in loving my wife is the fact that we need to, to have a, a love for our brides that is sanctifying. In other words, our love for our wives should produce in them a greater affection for Christ, uh, a greater love for Christ, a greater degree of, of even holiness. So how as husbands can we love our wives in that sanctifying way so that she at the end of our marriages is more like Christ than she would have been if she wasn't married to us? Being intentional with what we're doing, specifically <clears throat> reading the Bible. So when I think about reading the Bible, that's a that's something that hopefully everybody as husbands are doing every day, uh, multiple times throughout the day. But how can you involve your wife in that? Read scripture together. Be able to ask questions. How it applies to to them. How it applies to to us as as husbands and talk about it and and have that that point where they're learning the scripture as well uh, while you're learning at the same time. Yeah, and that doesn't always mean that you're going to have the Instagram like, hey, we've got our cups of coffee and we're sitting down together doing our, our daily Bible reading together. Um, th- th- that's cute when you're newlywed. That's not sustainable uh, for most of us, right? So even if you're not able to read the Word at the same time, uh, checking in later on, hey, what'd you get out of this morning's DVR? You know, yeah, that's great, Kellen, asking those intentional questions about the time of the Word. Yeah, I mean, as men, you know, we need to be pursuing holiness, right? If we're not pursuing holiness, how can we help push our wives to holiness? How can we, how can we push them, you know, to, to Christ likeness if we're not doing those things? I, I, and, you know, so we need to be living our lives and, and, you know, and, and being in the word and doing, and doing the things that we need to be doing on a daily basis, you know, to, to be in relationship with God, to grow, you know, our own sanctification, to help push our wives that way. I know I'm constantly, you know, amazed at my wife and, and, and she spurs me on. She has her dedicated time in the word daily and I see her doing it. I head off to work and she hunkers down with a cup, cup of coffee and she's got little light music playing in the background and she's sitting down with her Bible and she gets after it. And I, I leave off to work inspired thinking, man, she, she's really doing it. And I'm thinking, I just wish I had that same amount of time in the mornings to do that, but I got to rush off to work. That's not an excuse for me, though. Okay, I need to get up 30 minutes earlier then. If she's going to carve out 30 minutes like that, I need to be doing that too. And those are the things where we need to identify opportunities to grow in our own sanctification, grow in our own holiness, so that we can then be that example for our wives as well. So for every man listening to this podcast who knows Brandon Miller, he just asked you to be his accountability partner right. to make sure that he gets up Bring 30 minutes earlier and spends time in the Word. I would just say an hour earlier. An hour okay. earlier. Okay. Let's just okay. let's do that. Get to it. How about let, no there sleep? There we go. No sleep. There you go. Just don't. 
Uh, also, how about praying? Man, that's that's an area I feel like we neglect so often and so easy to neglect, uh, praying with our wives. Uh, you know, I feel like it's probably easier to pray for them than with them, um, but making sure that we are intentional to pray with them, not just when life gets difficult, uh, but daily pray with them. And that's an area that I, I need to grow in and that I think a lot of us could excel still more in is just saying, okay, yeah, I want to I want to pray with you right now. Let's pray about the difficult situation with our kids. Let's pray about this difficult situation at work. Let's pray about health. Let's pray about our future. Let's pray about the leak in the wall right now that's causing us anxiety and turn that over to the Lord, right? Um, but doing that, being intentional to pray. What are, what are some things as we think about uh, not pursuing our wives, what are some threats that you guys can think of that uh, are, are threats to that intentionality, threats to us being godly husbands the way that we need to be with our wives? Definitely time. I mean, you know, the 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 days are busy and, and the hours are, are, are few. There's so much going on, you know, no matter what stage of life you're in, whether you're newlywed and you're younger and, and you're just kind of figuring things out, you're still, that doesn't make you less busy. You've still got a lot going on or you've got five kids like you do or two and one on the way like you do or even me, just I only have two kids and there's still no time. You know, so that time can really draw you away from one another and what happens is you go about your day and then, you know, you, you kind of, you know, the, the, the day ends and it's nine o'clock at night, the kids are finally in bed and all you want to do is just go lay down and go to sleep or put on a TV show and, and conk out. Uh, you know, that's, those things are very tempting. The bed to sleep in and just get some rest is very tempting as opposed to, you know, to, to you know, spending some time with your wife and uh, you just got to fight that. It, it's hard. It's hard. Fight that. And we give our time to what we value. We right. give our time to what we prioritize. And so the time is there, right? The time is always there. It's just what are we filling it with? Right. Um, we always have the same 24 hours in a day, and that never changes. We're never going to have more. We're never going to have less. It's a matter of what are you going to choose to fill that with. And I think, uh, men, we need to, if, if it's sacrificing something, Pursuing our wives intentionally has to be part of our day every single day. We cannot neglect that. That's more important than so many other things that we could choose to fill that with, uh, maybe save our, our relationship with God at himself. But outside of that, uh, give up that extra time at work to finish that project, to go home and love your wife well. Give up uh, you know, your, your favorite TV show or that football game you want to watch to love your wife well, to go after her. We have to do that. We have to value that time. Kellen, how about you? What are some other threats to pursuing our wives? I think similar to the the time aspect, but is is putting the job as the priority. And I know for me specifically, one thing that that I want to do is get home to my wife, get home to my kids, and be able to enjoy that time with the family. But I've yet to separate work and be able to come home and give them my full attention. So sometimes I would think that me coming home and sort of being half on with work and half with them was good, but it's not, right? And so when understanding as men, like when we get home, our full attention needs to be on them. Our kids don't care that, you know, we're multitasking. All they see is the phone is more important than than they are. Our wives see the, the phone is more important than they are. So I think one thing that I've had to be very cognizant about is, look, I, my wife would much rather me stay a little bit at the office knowing that when I get home, it's all about them as opposed to coming home early and thinking that I can do half and half. So that's one thing that's constantly a threat to me is being able to leave work at work and spend my time with them because it's precious and God's gifted me with them. Give it all to them and don't sort of try to balance it with something else. So uh, that's one that was a threat to me that um, I've definitely had to work on. And it's every day, it's daily prayer before I go into the house to leave work, leave all everything else behind and go put full focus on them as, as gifts that God has given me. Yeah, awesome. Last, guys, I think a, a final threat to us in pursuing our wives, and I want to end here and, and end 
uh, eventually with a, a little bit of encouragement. I think shame is a big thing that men struggle with. Well, I haven't been praying with my wife. I haven't been reading the Bible. I haven't been pursuing her. I haven't been having these good conversations with her. Um, and I, I just feel like a hypocrite if I try to start doing those things. But guys, that's where we have to remember the gospel. That's where we have to remember that we have a Savior who died for us on the cross, who died for our sins, those sins of not pursuing your wife, not loving her well, who died for, for those, and, and you have forgiveness there. And if you will confess those, maybe you need to confess to your wife some things, but especially if you will bring those things and, and confess them to the Lord, repent from those things, turn from them uh, so that you're no longer doing them, and, uh, and ask even that, that God through your own prayer life would, would strengthen you uh, to be able to pursue her better, to be able to love her more, seek accountability in those things. But guys, there's hope there. And I guarantee you, your wives are sitting there. They're not sitting there wondering about and, and thinking about, well, what a hypocrite he would be if he came and grabbed my hand and wanted to pray with me. They're begging and, and longing internally for you to, to do that, to take the lead, to love them well, to, to lead them the way that God has called you to lead. So men, don't let shame defeat you. Remember the, the, uh, the great truth of Romans 8.1, that there's therefore now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. And men, we need to remember that daily as husbands. And we need to daily set ourselves to love our wives as Christ loved the church. Well, guys, again, thank you uh, for joining us for another episode of Quality Manhood. Uh, we'll be praying for you this week as you continue to go out and try to seek to apply God's word to your daily lives.